Yo, good evening. This is your boy Marlon Joseph coming to you with another episode of Ratchet Dashikis. I was checking on uh, Instagram. You know, we are kind of bored. Most of us are on lockdowns, particularly out here in Los Angeles. And um, just checking out some of the things people were doing, some cool challenges, funny jokes. And I came upon um, Sierra's page, and I noticed that her and Russell had done something really cool for the Seattle, Washingtonian community. Uh, so I'll let them tell you about it. But this is uh, Russell, Wilson, and Sierra. Hey guys, Russell and Sierra here. Hey guys. And uh, obviously this worldwide pandemic, coronavirus is, is changing the world. Um, second by second, minute by minute. People are losing loved ones, um, the elderly and the young, people in between. Um, you know, uh, think about you know, people losing jobs, um, even in Seattle, you know, our friends at Alaska Airlines. Children's Hospital. All these places are being affected all around the world. And so what we've decided to do is partner up with our local food bank in Seattle, um, Seattle uh, Food Lifeline, and we're going to donate a million meals um, to hopefully make a difference. Yeah, we want to encourage everyone out there to join us in whatever way that you can, big or small. Um, everything makes a difference. Everything that we do together makes a difference. And together we will conquer this tough time that we're going through. Yeah, we will. We have faith. Um, we want to encourage everyone, everyone else out there to keep the faith. Um, also, practice social distancing. That's super important. Um, yeah, and be blessed. Um, and praying for you guys. Praying for everyone out there. Love, Love you guys. guys. That was uh, Russell Wilson and Sierra Wilson donating to the Food Lifeline that's in Western Washington. If you're interested in helping out that cause, they were hit first and really hard up there by the pandemic. That number to call is 206-545-6600. You can follow them on Instagram at Food Lifeline. That's in Seattle, Washington. That's Food Lifeline. Phone number 206-545-6600. But uh, I was looking at that, and I was like, wow, these people, this is a good-looking couple, man. And I remembered going on a lot of people's pages, and uh, particularly in the MGTOW community, and they would love to call Russell Wilson a simp. And I find that very laughable because as a pookie, you know, I'm not a good guy like all you pretend to be, but I'm the guy that, you know, gets the 80% why you don't get any of them. So I get plenty of women. I'm tall, dark. I just think I look pretty okay. So, and I'm what you would be considered a a pookie, you know, street dude, didn't do right early, but, you know, got my life together and so forth. But learning and understanding from that side of the game, I find it that a lot of times, I see that your frustration and you have the right to be frustrated because you know women are frustrating leads you to some stupid equivalencies and to equate a Russell to being a simp because he married Sierra because she had a child shows what I always say and that's the black man's inability to scout talent which is probably why it's not a lot of black coaches in the NFL their inability to scout talent. And when it comes to getting a high-level black female or a high-level black male, there's 
only a simple equation. There is a three-step process. There is your resume of value. Who have you been with? It is your current value. Where are you in life? And is your perceived or perspective value, which is the most important. How can I benefit and grow my brand? Because marriage, black man, is a business. And because you approach it with femininity and, and with feeling and justification and I need to be accepted and you should come to the status quo you lack the sense of business and therefore you lack in your masculinity and your logic when you call a man like Russell Wilson a simp and it's just it behooves me honestly some of the things that y'all think and, and don't know if you are a black man I only really advocate black love I have dated interracially so I know what you think you want but I advocate that so when I say that you have to come to terms with that only 50% of black men have children while about 70 to 80% of black women do so you're probably going to date a woman with a child so in context, if majority of women have children, then there is no particular negative because they all mostly have children. If she was in the 40s or 50s where she was the only girl with a kid and she was ostracized or cast out by her family, that's a different story. But this is a different age. So you got to think of that. I'm not saying that you have to change with the gynocracy. I'm not with the gynocracy. But we're talking about Creating value as an entrepreneurial black man, as a trendsetter with the current climate. We are having to, you're going to have to cook with what's in the shelf or in the cupboard. Okay. So now we're going to cook. So we have Sierra. This woman is a world famous artist. She's beautiful. She's sexy. And she has a fantastic dating resume. Now, hold up. I know a lot of you would say, oh, what do you mean? She dated Bow Wow and Future. There's some thugs. There's some pookies. Listen, man. You got this pookie Ray Ray shit all wrong. It's a lot of brothers in the hood who are smart and confident, have swag, who are clean, have better style than you, take care of themselves, read books. They may have done time, so they probably gain no disciplines from the penitentiary, but nonetheless, regardless of where you learn, you learn. And so you get caught up in your little IT job or your little gamer life and you're short or you don't smell well or you don't keep up with the trends. You're not very cosmopolitan. You're not renaissance. You have no mystery. See, the thing that works to the advantage of the pookie is what I tell my kids when I do mentorship. Sometimes the low expectation of you is to is to your advantage because it allows you to surprise the hater and when you surprise the hater you can somehow inadvertently gain their undying respect for instance i tell young black and latino boys in the 60s look and this is down in the 60s in los angeles nobody expects you to have anything so if you become 24 you have a trade apartment a car 
you are considered extraordinary. So what you don't know is you, like many people do these children, you underestimate Pookie and Ray Ray. You see the clothes, you see the dress, you see the machismo, and you say, oh, but you don't see how he teaches her, directs her, and shows her things and opens her up to different worlds that you didn't know that he knows. You don't see any of that. So you call it a pookie, but those guys aren't the kind of pookie and Ray Ray that you think those are millionaire black men, so they obviously know how to sit down at a boardroom and make a deal. And most of y'all ain't never seen a boardroom. And I'm going to tell you, it's a beautiful thing. I'm a felon. And I was able to find a job in a boardroom and make proposals. And I'm telling you, don't say shit about a Pookie or Ray Ray. You don't even compare. You're a beta. So you hit the weights and shit, shave, nigga. Most of y'all stink anyway, and you know it. So anyway, back to the Sierra. Russell didn't have any swag. He was two-dimensional. He had his Christianity, which is fantastic, his morality. He had his football alpha on the football field put it in context now yes football players and athletes can be simps we god knows we've seen them all but in context generally quarterbacks and you may disagree you may comment it may be i may be wrong but i'm just saying if i was to talent scout and someone put this in my face and i had to see this on film or on a board it was said that he could lead a group of men, the most macho men in the country, but NFL football team to glory. And they follow him. Guys like Earl Thomas and Cam Chancellor, Richard Sherman. I mean, these are alphas. The guys in the trenches. You got Marshawn Lynch in the backfield. That's an alpha squad. And yet, he leads them. He's got seven Pro Bowls, man. So this is not a punk. Most of y'all can't even jog a mile. Be honest. How many of y'all even jogged a mile this week? Or read for an hour this week? But you're on every site donating to everybody like a bunch of old women at a church who's preaching to you that the Lord going to deliver you, yo, man. Give me my tithes. You are letting these niggas prosperity pimp y'all on these websites spending all day down on these females instead of training your mind on knowing how to scout talent. Sometimes talent is raw. Now, if you look at the progression, this is why another reason why Russell is not a simp. He's able to submit his woman into his will. Now, one of the ways he's not a simp is because his will is righteous. He wanted her to be a wholesome woman, keep herself sexy the way she likes, own her music, raise her family, give her more children where she's on her third child, second by this man. So she's obviously in it for the long haul. He was able to use that to even allow him to be more adorned in the urban community, to get street cred, if you will. Not only in the urban community, but with white people at the football game. There's nothing like being, when you're a quarterback of a football team, and he's in a white city when he already had a white girl. This is some alpha nigga shit. You're in a white city. When you're the head of the city, a quarterback is the number one person in a city. And you bring in one of the coldest, 
baddest, good-looking sisters as a celebrity to a non-celebrity town. Man, that put extra value in his pocket. That put extra zeros behind his name. That's what a good woman do. She put zeros behind your name. You're so worried about a kid that you should be happy to raise if you're a black man because you don't want to see any black men, children that's unraised, particularly boys. You want to jump in there anyway. I mean, you know, you, you guys are trying to be black, but thinking like white people. We're not aristocrat. You're not an elitist. You're not that person. So the stepkid or the blood, that doesn't matter in African culture. You're a villager. You're not a Viking. They ostracize bastard sons and it's not mine and all that foolishness. My bloodline. Man, our bloodline is God, son. So it runs through all our veins. So you worrying about her having a kid. Most of you need a kid to grow up to be a man. And a lot of women, whether you like it or not, become better women when they have children because they learn how to share. They're not as selfish. They learn how to love. A lot of women will tell you honestly, they didn't have to even learn how to love until they had a child. Which is why a lot of them probably make a lot of crazy decisions before they have one. Not, not loving themselves, not loving even the men <clears throat> that they're dealing with. Just loving the situation. But you got to put that, like I said, context. And I know that in deep down, all that anger y'all put on there, these dollars y'all give, guys. And shout out to, you know, male and light men. I like those guys. And like I said, I'm not here to crush anybody's platform. But I am trying to say, if you're done kicking up dust, you're trying to take that and turn it into some brick and mortar and build yourself up to where you can honestly just walk in those words, then you need to go to Bible study. You need to come on over here to Bible study and learn the game. Because Russell Wilson took that woman who was ready and open. And a lot of times women are open after they have their first child. It's not always a woman trying to run back to her baby daddy. Y'all got to get over that. Women get over men. They've been liking men since they was in the second grade. Women were liking men 10 years before you even knew you had a dick. They've been in and out of crushes. They know how to get over your ass. That's what y'all don't get. Women can get over a man. So she goes, marries this man. If you notice the progression of her, when she first started off, she was mad, kind of dykish, if you will. No disrespect. That was the way they were trying to put her out there. But over the course of the years, even before him, you noticed that she got a little feminine. And then she got with Future and she fell in. This is what you dumb talent scouts don't understand. This is a receiver who can run routes. She can run the Future scheme book and she can run the Russell scheme book. She knows how to fit in with her man. And that's what a lot of you beta suckers don't know about what it means when you value a good woman. So I just want y'all to think about that, man. If you got, you listen on Spotify, I'm going to put a video up so you can kind of see what I'm talking about. And you can see the progression in this woman's life, in her value, in his value as well. Both of their net worths have risen since they've been together. And that, my friend, is some player shit. It's your boy, MB. Till next time, man. Y'all stay blessed. I'll holler at you. Peace.